The following is my conversation with Glenn Laurie, a fellow at the Center for Advanced Study in the Behavioral Sciences. In his latest book, Pard, The Life and Opinions of Paul Epstein, Glenn argues that Octavian was a good emperor despite some bad conditions he put people under. He's here to talk about Octavian and the conditions of his valedictorian. So let's begin. This podcast is supported by Hornets Requiems. As a concert goer, you know the pain of lugging around an acoustic guitar, and acoustically speaking, that's a big problem. Horns Requiem solves that problem by providing quality acoustic guitars made from natural horn. Visitthorners.com today to find out more. Thanks for listening. Hey, Glenn, thanks for coming on the show. Hey, yeah, it's great to be here. So, obviously, your book deals with Octavian and his reign as emperor. Can you tell us a little bit about your argument? Yeah, so essentially what I'm trying to do is to argue that Octavian was a good emperor despite the fact that he had some bad conditions put on him. He was, after all, in a difficult situation. He inherited a lot of problems from his predecessors, but he did have some good things going for him. For one thing, he was very astute politically. He was able to keep the empire together despite many challenges, and he had a lot of charisma and popularity he was able to bring people around to his way of thinking, even though it might not have been the best way to do things from an economic standpoint. So overall, I think he was a fairly successful emperor, despite the fact that he had some very tough times to deal with. So do you think there would have been any difference had he not come to power? Well, I don't really know. It's hard to say. In some ways, it's impossible to say since we don't know what would have happened if he hadn't become emperor in the first place. But I think it's worth considering because it shows just how difficult it was for him to stay in power and how successful he ultimately was. That makes sense. And did people generally like Octavian or not? Yeah, I think most people did like him. He had a lot of charisma and popularity, which is important in an emperor because it allows him to stay in power when things are tough. And people mostly complied with his rules because they wanted to be on good terms with him. There were definitely some people who didn't like him, mainly the elites who felt that he was taking away their privileges. But for the most part, Octavian was generally well-liked by the general population. That's interesting. So do you think there were any other factors that contributed towards Octavian's success as an emperor? Yeah, I think one thing that definitely helped him was his military skills. He was able to keep the empire together despite many challenges and knock down fights with his opponents. He also had a lot, a lot of luck on his side. Things always went his way, at least somewhat, and he was able to make the most of opportunities when they presented themselves. So while there were certainly some factors working in Octavian's favor, I think it would be inaccurate to call him an outright success without taking into account his military skills and luck. That makes sense. So what do you think sets your book apart from other works that have been written about Octavian? One thing that sets my book apart is that I focus more on the political aspects of Octavian's reign rather than simply looking at the historical record and analyzing what happened historically speaking. I tried to humanize Octavian by looking at his life and opinions surrounding himself and his reign rather than just focusing on what he did as emperor. And I also tried to look at how these different aspects of Octavian's life might have influenced his overall success as an emperor. These are all things that other authors have also done, but I believe they've gone about it in a slightly different way than I have. So overall, I think my book offers something different than what's currently available on Octavian in the literature, if there is such a thing. That sounds interesting and definitely adds another layer of complexity to the topic matter. Do you see yourself continuing research into this area in the future? 
Yeah, I absolutely do. I'm actually already working on uh, another book about Augustus, the first emperor of Rome. So I'm definitely interested in continuing to explore this topic. That sounds great. <laughs> so if people are interested in learning more about Octavian, what other resources would you recommend they check out? Well, the main thing people should probably do is to read my book, but I also suggest checking out the sources I use for research, primarily ancient texts and historical documents, as well as other books written about Octavian in, in the past. And of course, there are a lot of online resources available that can help dig a little deeper into the history of Octavian and the Roman Empire. So again, my book is only one piece of the puzzle, and there are plenty of other resources available if people want to learn more about the emperor and his reign. That sounds like a good strategy. So everyone should check out your book when it comes out later this year. Thanks for giving us a little bit of your time today, Glenn. It was fun speaking with you. No problem at all. Thank you for having me. Thanks for listening to Lexman's Artificial Podcast. In this episode, we talked with Glenn Laurie about his new book, Pard, uh, The Life and Opinions of Paul Epstein. Laurie argues that Octavian was a good emperor despite some bad conditions he put people under. We also discussed how his different aspects of life might have influenced his overall success as an emperor. And finally, we gave a little overview of some other resources that people might want to check out if they're interested in learning more about Octavian. Stay tuned for more great content on Lexman's Artificial Podcast. Today, Glenn will read a poem for us called The Monarch. The Monarch. <laughs> no one is perfect, even the most magnificent of kings. They make mistakes and sometimes they're wrong. But through it all, through everything, they choose to be a monarch. And that choice is the bravest thing they'll ever do.